you have reached the I'm Dealing With broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Stay tuned as we talk about topics that men deal with on a daily basis, but never seem to even discuss with anybody. Well, I tell you what, we're going to go through all these topics together because the goal is for us all to deal with them on a daily basis. Let's go through, deal with, and heal together. Let's go. Yes, I'm Sean, your host. This is the I'm Dealing With Broadcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. And this topic is dealing with the simple fact. Wow, that was interesting. We got a rumble outside. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to cut it out. We're just going to let it roll, right? Okay, so yeah, we're going to be talking about an interesting topic dealing with the life and your mind, your life and your mind. And that means, believe it or not, your life and your mind is like a garden. Wow, wow. It is. It really is. And you know, the interesting thing about that is that as you go through life, you know, you're going to run into all different every all different types of people in your life you're gonna run through all different types of people you, you just are some people are going to be um you know great for you while others maybe not so great think over your life right now you know there's a lot of people in your life that you know and i know are not really good for you right you know they're not good for you um it's amazing how when you go through the and have these life life experiences especially you're a man again y'all know this channel is catered to men you know how we we love to partner up with people who are you know kind of have the same philosophy sometimes the same um characteristics sometimes the same way of life the same um ideals and then sometimes you'll find that you have a lot of commonalities in one aspect but then later on you find out that they're just like off their rocker completely. Um, I mean, their, uh, their work ethic is terrible. Their integrity is terrible. And when you're trying to find someone in your life to really, where you can bounce things off of, you know, there's nothing like having somebody in your life that you can bounce stuff off of every man, you know, women have it. Why don't men have it? And I think one of the reasons why men don't have that in their life is because of the ridicule. Number one, as we begin to share with other people, all of a sudden, next thing you know, uh, we're talked about on a daily basis. We're talked about how um, we're, you know, we're men, you know, we're minute in our way of thinking. We are uh, weak. We are, um, you know, sometimes we can label as feminine because we're in our feelings. And it's tough because, you know, you really want people that where you can be transparent to. And a lot of times when you become transparent, it hurts because sometimes the people that you trust, the people that 
you bounce your um, ideas off of, or maybe you have a vision, you have a goal. Like right now, there's a lot of people who are laid off. There's a lot of people who are trying to reinvent their lives. They're trying to improve. They're trying to do something different. And sometimes you find that when you share some of your ideals and ideas and your vision and your concepts, that people will step on your good stuff, not because it's bad, simple fact that they didn't think of it. You know, they become negative. They become, you know, um, the person who well, see if it was me, I would do it like this. And if it was me, I would do it like this. The thing about it is, men, you have to understand it's not them. It's you. You were given that vision. You were given that idea. You were given that concept. And when you're given a concept and you're given an idea, the only person that can mess you up is you. So it starts with the mind. It's a mind thing, right? So you have to basically get in your mind, get in your way of thinking that, you know, there are people that will come in your life. There are people that come in your life to help you build. There are people that come in your life to help you start. There are some people that come in your life as obstacles to make you strong. Ooh, ooh, yep, that'll preach right there. There are some people in your life that only come for a season. Some people that are in your life right now, they started with you, but they're not going to stay with you. They will start. They will help you get your logo going. They'll help you get your branding. They'll help you get the counseling that you need. They'll help you lead you to the proper legal resources. But when it really comes down to the hard things in life, when you start struggling, when you start second guessing, when you start going, I'm not sure if I was really supposed to do this or am I sure I'm on the right path and such and such. A lot of times those people are not be around. So this is why it's important for you to understand that your mind, your life is like a garden. You're going to grow all different types of things in your garden, which is in your life. And in your life, you're going to grow all kinds. You're going to grow vegetables. You're going to grow fruit. But sometimes you're going to have moles. (laughs) You're going to have gophers that want to dig holes in your lawn. Okay, the whole that you're going to have. Um. You're going to have uh, uh, insects that are going to want to eat up your stuff as it starts sprouting up. But you also have to understand that when you're growing anything, it takes time when you're trying to grow anything. When you're trying to grow a dream, when you're trying to start from scratch, when you're trying to go somewhere in life, it takes time. It's not something that happens automatically. It's not something that happens quick. It takes time. I remember a time, and you've probably heard me talk about it, but I remember a time when I was trying to, um, I had just got through laying um, seed in my backyard. I had plowed the dirt. I had watered it for like a week and a half, just water the dirt because the dirt was so hard. The soil was so hard. So I had to water it, almost make it muddy just so I can get a tiller to start tilling up this ground. Okay, so as I start tilling, so it took me some time to till up the ground. See, this is where your hard work comes in, right? It's where your hard work comes in when you're trying to lay a foundation. And it starts with sometimes you have to water a dead place. And there I am, there, there's nothing but dirt and rock out there. There was nothing. We poured cement, but after that, it was nothing but dirt and rock. And that stuff was just so hard. So I watered it and watered it and watered it and let it get to the point where it turned into mud. Because sometimes you're going to water some stuff so much where 
where it's nothing but mud, right? But you got to understand, it's going to dry. It's going to dry. It's going to dry. Hold on. It's going to dry. So I, I'm tilling. So I'm, excuse me, I'm watering this. It turns into mud. So now that it's turned into mud, it's got soft enough so now I can use the tiller. So I bring the tiller out. I borrowed a tiller from a friend of mine and uh, use this tiller. And I just start going through the backyard, just tilling up the ground, tilling up the ground, tilling up the ground, because you cannot sow seed without having ground that has been tilled. <laughs> That'll preach right there. You have to be able to take the time to till up the places in your life. You got to take that time. So I'm tilling it. I'm tilling it. And I get through the whole backyard and I till it, I till it. And I'm going from left to right, left to right, you know, just going across, left to right, turning around and coming back, almost like cutting grass, turning around and coming back, turning around and coming back. And the next thing you know, I started going up and down this way, tilling the ground, tilling the ground, tilling the ground, tilling the ground, tilling the ground. And then oh, it got to the point where, guess what? Now it's ready. It's ready for seed. It's ready to be planted. So then next thing you know, I get my bucket of seed and I start spreading my seed out with my spreader. So I stick it in my spreader and I'm sending seed. Oh, y'all just have to forgive me. There's some people that just don't know how to you know, act. It's amazing how they're always quiet right around this time. But as soon as I start talking about growing mm-hmm, and talking about some good stuff, all of a sudden they want to act the fool. That's all right. That's all right. We're going to keep on rolling with this. So I'm tilling right now. So I'm spreading with the spreader. I'm spreading that seed out on the ground i'm spreading the seed out on the ground so then after i spread that seed out on the ground then it's time for me to water once again it's time for me to water but this time i'm not watering to make it muddy i'm watering enough to where the seed starts soaking into the ground where the seed starts soaking into the ground it wasn't too much longer to where next thing you know, you're going to you're going to run through this in life where you're going to have birds to come down and then they want to pluck up what you planted. So sometimes you're going to have some ravens in your life. You're going to have some um, things in your life who want to suck up and take the very thing that you're planting. They're trying to take the very thing that you're trying to uh, gather, something that you're trying to grow. And before it grows, they're going to want to take it. And that's what these birds were doing. They're trying to take the seeds. So I had to keep scaring off. The birds, I had to keep scaring off the ravens and scaring off these scavengers because that's exactly what some people are. They're scavengers. They're coming to take what you're trying to plant. They're coming to take what you're trying to grow. They're coming to take what's, what's been put in you that you're trying to build up. And here I am working on this and I'm I'm planting with one hand and I'm scaring scavengers off with the other and I'm watering with one hand and I'm scaring scavengers off. But, you know, that the sad part about it is you can't be there every single day, 24 hours a day to scare off the scavengers because there's a point in your life where you still have to live. So while you're living, while you're not at home, while I was at work, working somewhere else, I've got something that I'm hoping to grow in one area, but I'm working in another. You know, and that's the other thing is while you're allowing some things to grow in one area, you got to work somewhere else. Ah, yes, 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 yes. You can't stand idle just waiting over here. You just can't stand idle waiting for things just to happen. You have to be able to, to take the time and get ready and work over here you keep on working so while i was at work 
But here's the thing. I was at work and I knew there's a possibility I was having scavengers while I was at work. Scavengers working and scavengers and working and scavengers. And then next thing you know, I'm coming home. But then in the middle of the working and scavengers, I have what is called this word is called expectation. Every day I came home. Every single day I came home and I would look out the window and walk in my backyard, stand on the concrete, and I would look for a sign of what I call hope. <laughs> yes, I, I look for a sign of hope, man. And you're going to run into some people in your life and you're going to want some, you're going to want this hope to happen. You're going to want this hope to happen. So as you're going through your garden of life, you have, you're going to have scavengers while you grow. You have scavengers while you work. But in the midst of all that, you have to have what is called expectation and hope. So I had a hope I would come home and I would stand in that backyard in expectation of something happening. But the weird thing is I was expecting something the next day. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You have to understand things don't happen overnight. I understand for those of you that are 18, 19, 20, 21, maybe in your 30s that you're in this microwave society. You push a button and things happen. You push a button, things download, they render, they transverse, they uh, color correct. Things happen when you push a button in this microwave society. We're waiting and we want things to happen. We're giving it a minute. We're getting a minute and 30 seconds like a microwave and expecting for everything just to cook and that's not the way life works there's a time when you have to allow life to work you allow the process to happen in anything you do in life allow the process to work so there I am coming home every day in expectation then I had to realize I had to talk to myself and say, grass don't grow overnight. Ah, whatever you're growing right now, it don't happen overnight. I don't care if you're growing cucumber, don't happen overnight. I don't care if you're trying to grow lettuce, don't happen overnight. Potatoes, not overnight. Oranges, limes, any type of fruit. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. So anything that you're trying to do right now, there is a process for it all to happen and come to what, what we call as fruition fruition when all things happen there is a time and place for everything and it's only until you step in and realize that life takes time things that grow take time this is not a robot where you can just you know go, uh, press a button and things happen it takes time so i'm in expectation so i talk to myself and i have to tell myself it's okay for you to have expectation. It's okay for you to have hope, but things take time. So then I stopped going out and looking every single day and I started looking like every other day and then maybe three or four days a week. And this process lasted for months, for months, for months. And it's right around the third month, right around the third month, Right around the third month, end of the second month, right around the, the first portion of the, the third month, I walked out in the backyard and decided to pay attention to what was going on. And I saw a glimmer of hope. Oh, no, it wasn't a lawn. Oh, no, it wasn't ready to be cut. It wasn't ready for a lawnmower. But I saw several areas in the yard that at least had one or two blades of grass sprouting out of the dirt. They were sprouting out of the dirt. 
And then that let me know that whatever I did, something worked. Something worked in whatever it is that I did. But I also that as I went through life watching the grass begin to grow, sometimes it grew in patches and I had to replant and had to fertilize and do some different things for it all to fill in. But I also understood that sometimes when you're trying to grow something good, you end up growing a couple other things that you didn't intend to grow. And one of them is called weeds. So anytime you are planting and you're trying to grow some good, you're trying to grow vegetables, you're trying to grow fruit, maybe you're trying to grow fr- uh, grass in your life, in your mind, in your place of living, maybe in your relationship, in your residence, maybe on your job, you're going to encounter weeds. And your life is like a garden. Your mind is like a garden. People in your life is like a garden. You're going to encounter fruit. You're going to encounter vegetables. You're going to encounter grass and trees. But sometimes you're also going to encounter weeds. And when you encounter weeds, you have to understand that, see, some weeds you have to work with. Uh huh. You have to work with. You don't have a choice to pull, pluck the, some of the weeds out of your life because sometimes they're in your workplace. Maybe your weed is your boss. Maybe it's your manager, your supervisor. Maybe um, your weed might be the person that you're laying next to every night. Maybe your weed is your child, your mother, father, sister and your brother. And there's certain weeds that you cannot pluck, but you can tend to them. And how you um, talk to them, how you nurture them, how you communicate with them. But then there are some weeds that you have an expectation on your life where you can then um, pull them out of your life. You can say, you know what? Because you have an option when you meet people. You have an option. Some weeds weeds will benefit you in the very beginning, but then show their true selves later on. See, I come from the Bible nature where it says, let the wheat and tear grow together. That means let the good stuff and the bad stuff grow together. And then it says in the end, I'll do the separating because there's some separating you just can't do. But there is some separating, meaning you have a choice to either deal with or not deal with. You have a you have a a choice to make that either I can uh, befriend you and become a good person to you or not. You have a choice. So the question I have for you is, what kind of choices will you make for your life? Because the thing about it, you have to be strong enough to be an influencer of those around you in a good way. Because if you're a weak person, that weed will influence you. So your mind and your life is like a garden. You can choose to grow flowers. Or you can choose to grow weeds your choice I'm Sean your host I hope you enjoyed this broadcast stay tuned for another episode from I'm dealing with take care and as always be blessed